What's good, what's good, y'all? This your boy Jalen, and we back at it with another episode of the 2412 Podcast. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Keetwan, a.k.a. Master Man. We back. And what's going on, y'all? This is your producer, Jay Trinity, a.k.a. Jonathan Jamal, stuck in front of the mic on this lovely episode. Yes, sir. That's what we like to see right there. Yeah, man, Jay Trinity back at it with us. Yeah, man, we out here in Greensboro. Trinity Towers yes, You know Actually recording in person You feel me Trinity, Second time Trinity Labs man Real official tissue You feel me <laughs> Yeah 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 So We back man. man And if you want your podcast Produced You know anything You know Producing wise <laughs> Hit us up on all socials though man Y'all already know what to do At the 2412 pod IG Twitter TikTok Facebook YouTube And go ahead And uh, hit us up on all streaming platforms Also man Apple Music Spotify Wherever you can scream us at, man. We appreciate the love as usual. And if you don't mind, leave us a nice rating, man. We appreciate y'all. So, last time we was here uh, was like, was it like the second round? Like, close to the end of the second round? Oh, yeah. last year. Oh, you talking about uh, this season? The yeah. last episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, second round was right mm-hmm. before the conference final started. I was say we 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 late we late on that so you know we just gotta what we gonna start with man because we can get into the other ones later. Oh yeah, man. We we just um, you know, after um, we finished talking about the draft lottery, could that happen also? We're gonna hit y'all with um, conference finals recaps, um, preview. Well, not preview because NBA finals already done started, so we just gonna give our late predictions. Yeah, game one already. <laughs> but we kind of know who gonna win. But we we'll, we we'll hit y'all with that later too. And just some more interesting NBA talk, man, because there's been a lot that's going on. Uh, we're going to talk about the Joker. Is he the best player in the world? Uh, Jamal Murray, uh, where does he rank amongst guards in the league? The John Morant situation. Uh, Uncle Shannon leaving undisputed, man, and more. So y'all just stay tuned with us on this episode. Starting it off, man, NBA draft lottery just happened recently. And uh, the San Antonio Spurs, you know, once upon a time, my San Antonio Spurs, you know, got the number <laughs> one pick. And we already know who everybody's gonna pick. What they're gonna pick Victor Wembanyama, the best prospect or a better prospect than LeBron James to each his own. But uh, Jay, so Wimby and Coach Pop, how how is that gonna work? Honestly, just from a organizational structure standpoint, this is probably the best outcome for Wimby out of the lottery teams. Because I mean, you got the goat, Greg Popovich. I mean. Who else better than to develop a young player than Greg Popovich? A European player. That. Exactly. That brings us to my next point. The Spurs have a strong French and European connection already. A lot of guys over there in France love the Spurs just because of the great European players they have, especially like Tony Parker. TP. There was a picture of Wimby in the Spurs jersey, too, when he was young. So it was written. I ain't going to lie. It kind of feels rigged at this point. Everything just coming full circle now, for real. Nah, it kind of feels rigged at that point. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though, I'm kind of salty. Well, I'm not counting. I'm a lot salty that the Charlotte Hornets did not win this draft lottery. I was hoping so bad for the Hornets to win this lottery. You know, they the local team from North Carolina. We the hoop state, so we need our NBA team to be relevant out here. And I, I just feel like Charlotte always gets screwed when there's a generational talent out there. I remember when they had the worst record of all time, and that Anthony Davis year. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, part. they only won like what seven games that year. It was something crazy like I remember that. that. And that was the year Anthony Davis was coming out. So, Charlotte, everybody was like, okay, they got the worst record of all time. So, they got to get number one pick. 
Charlotte got screwed, got a number two pick, and y'all know who they took that year at number two. Wasn't it uh, Shay Michael Kidd Gilchrist? That's what I was, I was about to say. That MKG. <laughs> that man was terrible. Trash. Couldn't shoot. Had the weirdest form I've ever yep. seen in my life besides Al Horford. I don't know whose form is weirder, him or Al Horford's. Yeah, yeah, definitely I, him. Al's will go in. True, true. They both look weird, but yeah, Al, Al, at least Al's will go in. And, yeah. and going back deeper in history, Charlotte once again is being screwed with two other generational talents coming out where they got a number two pick. The Dwight Howard year, they got a number two pick. They got screwed out of that. And then going way back to the 90s, Shaquille O'Neal, when he came out, got a number two pick. Even though they took a great player in Larry Johnson that Thanks. year. But still, man, they just come close to getting these generational talents. And, and you know, for the sake of it, yep. you got to mention Kobe. Kobe, yes. Y'all had Kobe. Yeah. And yep. he, <laughs> so we're going to need another young guard on our team? Okay. so Trading for Vladdy D-Box. So, it's, it's really wack. Yeah. But at this point, I think you just uh, – Letting everybody confirming it that it's read for uh, Charlotte. Because how how is it ironic that San Antonio gets a French player, you know what I'm saying, European, you know, just, I mean, because uh, Tim Duncan was from the Bahamas, I think. Yeah, Virgin Islands, yeah. Yeah, Virgin Islands, and then Manu, I forgot, Italy, I think? No, I'm tripping. It's Argentina, I'm tripping. Yeah, Argentina. I should know that. Left hand up, but uh, yeah, Argentina then TP. So it's it's kind of yeah. like how, and you know, pop kind of on the way out. But it's like they, they had re- Boris Diaw from France also. Yeah, so it's like it's it's kind of angle. I kind of feels real. Like how did that end up with the coach that had all the European players end up with the biggest European prospect of all time, or just prospect of all time? He just happens to be from France. Full circle. It is. Oh, and then just I gotta say, I I don't think it's for the record. I don't think he's a bigger prospect than LeBron, but I agree. I agree I with just, that. I don't know, man. It's just what he can do with his size, though. I I think I just think, man. So just so just imagine if KD was like this in high school, would he not be a better prospect than LeBron James? If KD was like he was like now in high school, but I just that, because I remember I was young, but I remember the LeBron height when he was coming up. And it was showing his high school games on national TV. Like, keep in mind, I get bro from overseas. Yeah, but I think I heard somebody say, but I just think the fact that LeBron lived up to his expectations and exceeded them. Now we we don't even think about him being that looked at coming out because he did everything. So it's like right. he did it. But I mean, I get bro number two. I, uh, I guess, but so I wouldn't say. Bigger, but what about a better prospect? You think he's a better prospect than LeBron? Honestly, honest, I'm just saying with the size. If, if you've seen what he can do with a basketball, his size, not even on it. Like, I ain't gonna lie, even the stuff he be doing, I don't be see KD. KD be doing. I ain't gonna lie, the stuff he be doing, I don't even see KD. Well, like, we'll see how it translate. Like, that's my only thing. I'm just interested. How is it gonna translate? He real he. LeBron came in with a man body. That uh, young man has a – he don't have a man body. He got regular seven-footer's body. Well, not regular because nah, Yao Ming was kind of like – He a little more – so okay. I'm interested in seeing how he, how he transitioned in, but I, I agree with y'all that I think um, San Antonio is like perfect. I yeah, feel like Wimby going to be crazy. Yeah, if he had to go in, I think San Antonio is perfect. Like, so do y'all think he's going to live up to the Yes. Heights? No. I do. Basically, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's no. gonna he's gonna be basically the best player in the world. 
he's gonna win multiple championships because basically this is what they saying. If he the best prospect man, of all time, he got to live up to all that. They said they they already put. I don't I don't like how they're putting this all on him already. They do this with everybody, but it was like if he's not better than Hakeem, it was it was it was a uh, Chris Broussard. Broussard. Yeah, he told me he's not better than Kareem. He's a bust. Uh, uh, yeah, Hakeem or such and such. He's a bust. See, that's I was what, like, I don't like, bro. That. What? Like, yeah, nah. See, yeah, that's the only thing about sports. It's like, bro, they try to size you up and what you gonna be yeah. before you even can get in the dough. But um, comparing you to Hall of Famers before you even step foot yeah, on the court, it's nuts. It's a lot to live up to, but you know, I think I, I feel like Angle. I feel like he has a better chance of transferring better before Chet does. Oh yeah, I agree. I think Wimby's gonna be special for sure. Mm. He, yes. He's gonna be special. He's gonna be one of the ones. My only concern with him is him staying healthy over time. That's it. If he stays yeah. healthy, he's gonna be like that. Cause we never seen somebody like this dude, like with his bag at his size. And That's height. what I'm saying. We talking about behind the back, like side step backs in the corner type for seven, 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 yeah. six. It makes no like that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I was saying like a better prospect. Cause I'm just saying like at seven seven, you should not be able to do that. I mean, we talking about pure like talent and skill wise. I can see that because because Wimby probably has more you know like skill than LeBron. Most that, that's not a knock against LeBron, but we talking about skill as far as like the complete package at that height. Like how deep your bag is. Yeah. Like tween, like all the tween, tween, hizzy, tween, pure stuff there. You feel Can we be real? I mean, LeBron has never had like a deep bag. Like he's, he still ain't got one. Yeah. <laughs> like LeBron has always relied on strength and athleticism and, and just Which smarts. Because he, he outsmarts everybody too. I mean, he's basically a coach out there on the court. So that's what LeBron has always relied on. So from a pure skill and talent standpoint, I definitely agree Wimby is a better prospect than LeBron for sure. Well, yeah. I, like I said, I, I believe in that. And I do feel like he's going to be – when he – it's going to be crazy because I was like him and Chet and Scoot for the uh, for the um, rookie of the year race going to be crazy. And Brandon Miller too. Yep. That, that leads – talking about Brandon Miller – we just talking about Charlotte. So Charlotte ended up with a number two pick in the draft lottery. And a lot of people saying Charlotte going to take Brandon Miller at number two. I do not agree with it. I'll, I'll get your opinion on it first, though, before I get into what I think. Honestly, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense for them to get Brandon Miller unless they're going to put him at the two, which he could probably play there at his like, – like six, seven. Yeah, six, yeah eight. six, seven, six, eight, for sure. And bro, I ain't going to lie, if, if you could pull it off – you can do that and put him and LaMelo one and two, like a one-two punch beside each other because you got the size and the length, you feel me? Especially the length because LaMelo's six, seven, six, eight, so they about the same height. Got uh, Miles Bridge. Like, you got – you already have somebody in his position, so if you do draft him, you got to put him at the two. Yep, because like you said, they bring it back Bridges. They probably keep PJ. They got Mark Williams, so he'll be a big two-guard for him. But – no knock on Brandon Miller, but if you're Charlotte, do not overthink this and just take Scoot Henderson at number two. Like, Scoot is the second best prospect in this draft, no doubt in my mind about it. If Wimby wasn't in this draft, he'd be the undisputed number one pick in the draft, top talent. And you just – if you're a team like Charlotte in that position, you're too bad to be drafting for need and not just pure talent, in my opinion. So you got to take the best talent out there and figure the rest out later. So that's why I feel like they should take Scoot. And the way the league is now, it's a guard-heavy league. So I feel like you can make it work with Scoot and Lamelo in the same backcourt. I would say because three, you can't take them in in Portland unless you uh, trade Dame. So yep. you can have him and Anthony. Mm-hmm. 
right, so I'm gonna go ahead and give the well, just the first four. I guess I just do the first fourteen. So of course San Antonio got pick one, Charlotte of course two, Portland three, Houston four, Detroit five, Orlando six, Indiana seven, Washington eight, Utah nine, Dallas ten, Orlando which is from Chicago at number eleven, Oklahoma City number twelve, thirteen Toronto and fourteen New Orleans. So I don't. Yeah, you can you can go either way, but it's just like if you once you go down, it's just like what do like what do teams need? Cause I ain't gonna lie, I don't know really too many other like draft prospects besides like Scoot, Wimby, Brandon, and I, that's really about it for me. You got the Thompson twins out here. They both like six seven guards, super athletic. Neither one can really shoot, but they supposed to be pretty nice coming out. Uh, I'm trying to think who else really up there to talk. But those, those are the main guys for real. Uh, but Portland, to me, Portland is probably gonna, most likely going to trade their pick because, you know, they're still trying to build around Dane. So they're going to trade their pick and get a um, veteran experience. I can see them potentially trading it to, like, Toronto for, like, a Pascal Siakam or OG Ananobi type player. No, nah, I want Pascal on the Warriors. I ain't going to lie. I just thought about that early. Well, I've been thinking about it. Like, why not Pascal on the Warriors? Yeah, Pascal would be a good fit on the Warriors. Um Get rid of Kaminga and Poole for him. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. I would definitely like that. So, so what else, man? What we got? So come out of the draft lottery. That's it on the draft lottery. Yeah, because like I said, I don't really know too many other prospects or what team they can go to. Yeah. Oh, Lakers also got their pick number seventeen. 17. They saying L.A. Most likely going to keep their pick right now, which I'm cool with it because one thing the Lakers have done well over the years, they have drafted very well. Yeah. Basically, everybody they have taken, honestly, the last, since basically Kobe retired has turned out to be solid NBA players, even the ones they traded. Yeah, because I would say even uh, RIP my boy career, but Lonzo, uh, yeah. B.I. Yeah, I about to say, even, even before Kobe retired, like, Obviously, I know D'Angelo ain't ain't paying out as much as we would like, but yeah. D'Angelo, Julius, Larry mm-hmm. Nance, Josh Hart, like they've had a lot of good draft picks. Yep, definitely carved out their roles in the league. Yo, Jordan Clarkson, and even the guys they took later on, like Kuzma. Then they find guys like Caruso, Austin Reeves. So the Lakers scouting department is crazy, low key. Which is crazy how <laughs> y'all end up keeping them though. But it's like you get championships out of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, we, we had to get rid of most of those guys against Anthony Davis. I mean, you bring yeah. in a guy like LeBron, you in Will Nell mode. So, so it makes I sense. get it. Yeah, it makes sense. But all I know when it comes to the draft lottery is Jaquavion Smith better be in that lottery. be honest with you. Baby T, you just had a workout with the Lakers. You showed yeah, me earlier. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. He looked pretty nice in that purple and gold. I ain't going to lie. Lakers need some perimeter scoring, man. I'm just saying. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be mad at it at number 17. But, yeah, the draft lottery – was definitely crazy, definitely crazy time, and the Spurs got it, which I'm not mad at. I mean, if I'm going to Charlotte, I ain't mad at an organization like the Spurs getting them because I think Wimby will definitely be able to develop there, like we said earlier. I'm ready to see him go out there and play. People need to temper their expectations for year one. I think he's going to have a solid rookie year, but you just can't expect him to go right in and make the Spurs instantly a, a playoff championship contender year one. They got a decent little team over there, though. Yeah, they got some underrated guys. Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell. Uh, Trey Jones, I like him a lot. Yes, yeah, Trey, Trey, he, he, he all right. Even though he went to do, he all right. Yeah. Somebody was like, this is extended five more years on Coach Park coaching career. 
real. Oh yeah, yeah. He gonna enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. It was like a little mean video. They, yeah, the video of him running down the hallway. It was like when Pop found out that uh, when be that San Antonio got the number one pick. That joint was funny. Yeah. You gonna know something crazy? This is something random. But like you know how like Bob Myers just left the words and stuff like that. Somebody it yep. was like something random on Twitter. They was like you know Steve Kerr is uh, scheduled to be taking over for uh, Pop in San Antonio or something like that. Man, he is uh, from the San Antonio tree, but nah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see, see it. it. He he got a he done said it, you know, established himself. Yeah, there, so. especially long as Steph is there, man, he ain't going. Yeah, as long as Steph there, he ain't going nowhere. Nah. And that could damn near be forever. Honestly, wouldn't be surprised if Pop really want to get a job to Becky Hammond because he seemed like that coach that'll be innovative. Yeah, to be to bring the first woman head coach in. So once that, he retired, I can see Becky coming Pop, back. Pop is very progressive. Yeah, Pop is very progressive. Yeah. All right, man. So that's it for the draft lottery talk. So as usual, you know, there been a lot of hoops going on. Like we said, we missed um, the end of the second round and the whole conference finals since the last episode. So we definitely going to be about to recap the conference finals. Sadly, man, me and Jonathan's Lakers, we went out sad in the conference finals against Denver. You know what? It is what it is. Still had a good season from where we started out at. So um, Lakers got swept by the Nuggets four games to zero. Yeah, man. For the last, for them last four games in the Western Conference Finals, the Nuggets was specking that ass, specking that ass. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you know, you know that's a drumline reference. It's like my favorite yeah. movie. But yeah, that was that was that was tough for y'all, man. I'm gonna I'm let y'all I'm gonna let y'all get y'all grievances out on the on the sweep, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I start up honestly. I'm good. I'm good on everything. We you know. Thinking about where we started this season at two and ten, we just didn't look good. We didn't fit, and to make that trade at the right before the deadline, those series of trades, and for LeBron to be out for that time period that he was out, and in the midst of all that, mm-hmm. and we still make the play in, we win the play in, we get all the way to the conference finals. I thought. Now, you know, they're going to say we didn't win the championship. It's not a successful season. But, bro, y'all was 2-10, and 10, bro. Y'all, 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 I mean, I'm just saying, like, y'all was 2-10. and 10. So, overall, as as a Laker fan, I'm good with how well they did. I think that if we had a full season with this team, a little bit more cohesiveness, I think we might have had potentially of a chance. But I think um, overall I'm good. I'm not tripping. I'm really not sure. They better win. They're going to sweep us. They better win. And last thing, Kobe got swept. Dirk swept Kobe. Um, Kobe them. Yep. So, I still, I'm, I'm glad LeBron got swept too. I'm just, I hate to say it. It sounds crazy. Yeah, I was kind of hating just a little bit. I mean, is it hating? Eh, maybe kind of. Well, to LeBron fans, you're going to be hating. Kind of a little say, bit. You can't say nothing. But, that. you know, Kobe, Kobe had to deal with that. And yeah. so, yeah, Brian, you got you got a whole one too. So, but overall, I'm good with it. Hey man, he was hurt, bro. He had a he had, yeah. a, he had a torn tendon. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 we I knew think, that going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think LeBron played excellent. So overall, I was I was I wish we had won one game. I'm gonna be clear. I won't wish we, but yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm okay with us losing to Denver though. Man, like LeBron, Raymond James couldn't win one game. Crazy to think about. He this year 38 and he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm not mad at LeBron. I put more blame on Anthony Davis and D'Lo oh, in that yeah, different sure. series. I'm gonna be honest, definitely D'Lo. I understand he was hurt, but nah, I swear he get the most excuses when he like, like who? 
I ain't gonna lie. I just feel like when he Who? when his injury gets brought up, he gets a lot of excuses. I'm gonna be honest. Who? LeBron. What? I, that's just me. They though. ain't bring it, but bro, they ain't bring it up the whole playoffs. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just, about, it was, but everybody, everybody knew though. Like everybody knew. We knew because when he went to he had he went to those different surgeons. And he had to get like three different opinions because the first two opinions said that he needed to have season end season yeah. end of surgery. So, but that that happened in like. I don't know, Mar- in the March? Yeah, cause yep. in that video, it was like, as I heard a pop, like, I heard it pop. Man, I mean, that's probably what it was. So, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not holding nothing against LeBron. He did some amazing things this year. He did, man. No, nah, I and can't. And for him to be that old, like. I get that, but it's like everybody went like, you know, MB, you know, his knee was, you know, you know his knee always messed up. But, you know, him and Tatum get hurt, you know, it's all. It's, it's, they young. But I get that, though. It's not, <laughs> They're like I, 10 years younger than bro. I just don't like how he don't never get no like. He do. I, I, this year, I give LeBron credit this year. He can get the credit, though. Okay? 38 dropping 40 on a torn Foot is crazy. And in the past, like previous years, like going back to his Cavs days, LeBron used to come out and be like, yeah, I was playing through this. But this year, I give him credit. He didn't come out not change, one time. Change, he didn't yeah, try to change the narrative. I, I so that's why that's what that. feels a little bit different with that part this year. So I will give him credit for that. And the other reason, too, I give him credit was when the Lakers were really down and out. And this literally saved the season. Mm-hmm. When Anthony Davis got hurt, as usual, and before we made the trades and we still had Russ, there was he a couple weeks stretch. LeBron went he crazy. The Kevin was slow. He went crazy. So that literally saved the season right there. So I, I, that's why I'm not even mad at LeBron this year because I'm more mad at Anthony Davis and D'Lo for mm. the playoff shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Everybody always mad at y'all. Always mad at AD though. Man, I mean, it's it's <laughs> AD had his moments during the playoffs, like that Warriors series. Overall, you know, he was in the matchup issue for the Warriors, but. The Denver series, he plays solid D, but my thing is, bro, we we still need you to go out there and drop 25 or 30 also while playing at D. I understand it's a lot to ask, but if you want to be considered a top five player in the league, and by this point, the baton supposedly be passed to Anthony Davis to be that leader of the franchise. So I expect from him that going out there every single game and put up 25 to 30 and playing great D. I know it's a lot to ask, but if you consider it, one of those guys, you got to go out there and do it. You know, he top five when he healthy. That's what they be saying. But I ain't going to lie. How is it how he the best defender in the league, but Draymond guards Jokic better than he ever could? I think it's because, like, we, we was talking about on the, on the ride up here, Draymond has more of, of a solid upper body strength, and Draymond is a better guy at getting in positions. He knows how to get in those right positions defensively and using that to his advantage. AD... It's taller, but he still has a more frail frame on him. So I feel like AD is more easier to push around than like Draymond is. So is he the best defender in the league? Because everybody was saying that during the play, he was having a crazy defensive stretch in the playoffs. But is he the best defender in the league? How everybody like to say, you know, when healthy, even though he ain't never healthy. Draymond uh, Green, no, no Anthony Davis. Davis. Oh, Anthony Day. Uh, I mean, look. Because you know, I'm going to say, I think Draymond is the best defender in the league. Consistency-wise, man, that's the problem with him. That's the biggest problem with Anthony Davis, man. He has flashes. It flashes. And you and you, you respect the flashes, but you it's like, it's always like bittersweet. Because you know it might be a good minute before you see it again. Yep. So. And he was doing that back and forth throughout the whole playoffs. He'll have a dominant game and yeah, go quiet. Out, look, drop 40, come back and drop 15. We can't 13. have that drop off. We just can't have that drop off. Yeah. We're trying to win a championship. Yeah, man. So 
your star players come to play every single night in the playoffs. Every night. And that's what disappointed me the most about AD is the Jekyll and Hyde effect. He had the whole playoffs. He had one dominant game, and he'll go missing. And then we also mentioned the Lakers-Warriors matchup. The Lakers are just a bad matchup for Golden State because the Lakers are one of the last teams in the league who doesn't just settle for threes like we mentioned. They're going to attack the rim. So the Warriors were missing, yeah. you know, rim defenders. Yeah. So that the difference in the everybody was like the free throw discrepancy. If you actually watch the games and not just go on social media and look at the box scores, you will see the Lakers literally earn all those free throws because they literally drive the ball to the basket ninety percent of the time. When go to state, shoot three ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So obviously, what's going to happen? Yeah, and LeBron was getting on my. Ner- I'll be. I know he was hurt. He was getting on my nerves that season. That series with all threes. the threes, yeah. bro. What Steve Kerr say? I was flopping, bro. That's what Steve Kerr said. What? That LeBron was flopping. Let's keep. It. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. He I flops. Lie. I ain't gonna lie. That's what I'm saying. He over. LeBron yeah. was in the media defending, talking about some. I don't. We don't coach flopping, bro. You been flopping since I, like 2012. He, he flops. Like, you started it. Like I ain't. Gonna oh lie no, 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 no. He ain't started. At the, but, at the super as a superstar, like he. I mean, look. In this generation, he kind of started. I mean, I he didn't shy away yeah. from it, but I think he definitely. Yeah, like he LeBron set the tone for for like the whole I don't know how to put it for a while he used the tone setter. So I, now you see why Embiid over here on the floor is seven foot up. Yeah, the time. No, 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 no. I agree with that. I do I do agree with that. If LeBron didn't embrace flopping as much, it wouldn't have had such a trickle down effect. But he it won't like it started with him. He just yeah. he just was like, Oh, LeBron doing it? Oh, I'm doing it then. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all see how Reeves was getting them superstar calls against the Warriors, hey. boy. It was ridiculous. Like, who is this? He getting... Yep. Because cr- Reeves, he also put the pressure on the refs, too, because he constantly kept driving to the basket. So, you put the pressure on the refs, most of the time they're going to give you those calls, especially in the NBA, man. If you... This nice uh, Caucasian, If you was ever ready to contact, like, you flop off the refs, they they good for that, give you the benefit of the doubt in the league. But yeah, I just man, I just know, I just feel like the, I just, I know we talking about the the sweep and stuff, but I just know the Warriors would have just, they would have, I feel like they would have won. Man. I just feel like, I just, I just you, feel, you like, feel like the Warriors were a better matchup I feel, versus Denver than what uh, the Lakers were. I agree with that. Yeah, I do. I, I, I agree with that because uh, the big thing that we ran into, aside from Anthony Davis's uh, up and down is. Jamal Murray was so impactful. Yep. You know that him having to check Steph or even just Steph's presence at that one spot would have helped kind of balance that out a little bit, I believe, with the Jamal Murray situation. And then you yep. can throw you can throw Clay at him, you can throw Wiz at him, you can throw Moody at him. Gary Payton the second. Exactly. Dante. Like they just had bodies for him. And you know Draymond, I wouldn't say he would have canceled that. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't have canceled out Jokic, but you know he he can slow him down. Like you said earlier, he has like a, he's a low, he has a lower center of gravity, so you ain't really going nowhere. Right. Yeah, the Lakers, man. That was the biggest thing with the series that swung the series, man. We just cannot counterpunch Jamal Murray's scoring efforts. That that was a series where we could have used a guard like Kyrie Irving. Not even going to lie. Because yeah, Kyrie would have went toe-to-toe with him, no doubt about it. Yeah. Definitely would have canceled out his – I remember he was like – it's like he would have seven in the first half and drop almost 30 in the second. Just go crazy. And that one nothing we can do about it either. Just on everybody just 
And he be he was just making some stuff that I don't be seeing nobody else make. Like you know, like he like he'll drive into the paint, like he'll stop, pivot, and turn. Like I don't be seeing nobody else making those like he do. Right. And you knew it was coming too, right? Before he got hot, you already knew it was coming. When Jamal Murray get hot, he get hot. Yeah. He he uh he gonna rise up in the rankings point guard wise, especially they win this year. Mm-hmm. He he get back in the lab over the summer. Or even if they lose, I don't think they're gonna. Anyway, that's a whole, we, I mean, we ain't there yet. But yeah, he 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 going up. I'm happy for him because oh, yeah. I felt like that injury before that injury he had, especially in the bubble, he was showing out. You know, so I'm glad to see him back. So we were talking about this earlier too. Jamal Murray is a weird player in the league. Weird by being the fact is he usually waits to play out time to become the best version of himself, and he usually coasts through the regular season. Yes, he's had some injuries the last couple of years, so he. He just getting bad right. But even before the injuries, he kind of like coach during the regular season. You know, he just stay around a little 18, 19 points per game average playing in the Joker's shadow. And, you know, he doesn't have any all-star appearances, all NBA teams or nothing like that. But, you know, in the playoffs, he's one of the most clutch players out there. So it's kind of like wh- where would you rank Jamal Murray at amongst the other guards in the NBA? Okay, so – we gonna do like a, a a Nick Wright tier list like he be doing on on uh, for, uh yeah first things first. So if you got like the elite tier of point guards, how many are we putting in there besides maybe Steph, uh, Dame, Luca? We consider him a point guard. Luca, are we putting Jai in there? I think Jai is on the elite tier. I think you got to. And after that. I mean, are we? I don't, are we still putting Kyrie in there? I don't know. No, he's falling off a little bit. He's falling so off. if we're doing that, Jamal would be, in my opinion, would be like in a tier right below that. Honestly, so the tier two, right below who? The elite guard, in my opinion. Yeah, he's he tier two. Yeah, that's what, like I do tier two. So what y'all saying? Kyrie not a tier two, no? Yeah, he's tier, Kyrie's tier two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. we were saying tier one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like he's in like that shade, Jam- like shade. Um, I want to put Donovan Tra- Mitchell in there. Trey Young, Trey Young, Jalen Brunson, like in that, in that like realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's easy. And I want to put Donovan Darren Mitchell Fox. in there since he's kind of like. Eh, I still look at him like a two. Yeah, it's just he's the size yeah. of a one. Because Darius yeah. is there one, so Donovan really is a two. But yeah, that De'Aaron Fox, Jalen Brunson, Jamal Murray, Trey Young. Yeah, he's in that little tier too. Yeah. Like right under the elite guards. Yeah, yeah, that's a good solid spot to put him. I think, but we really haven't seen a player like him. In a while, like far as a guard, because usually the guards in the league, you know, they they have pretty solid regular seasons. They get at least an All Star appearance, All NBA team. Here he has nothing on his resume. All the other guards we named literally has something on their resume, except for maybe like Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. He, he about to get a chip, right? Which outweighs a lot. Uh, the chip gonna outweigh a lot of them other cats. Cause those guards outside of Kyrie, who outside of those guards? We None of them have a chip. None That's what I'm saying. He get a chip. Kyrie and Steph, Kyrie and Steph. You get a chip as the. I mean, I'll bet he'll be the number two option, but that's and I'm about to say he'll be one of the only active point guard, like starting point guards with one two. Yeah, because like Steph and Kyrie, the only two really they got a chip. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. And then I got Drew Holiday. We throw him in Drew Holiday. I guess. I mean. I was gonna say Kyle Lowry, but no, we not doing it. Cause he got <laughs> yeah, one. Ki- yeah. But he's not. But, a but Kyle watched now, Kyle, bro. He's watching. I ain't gonna lie. I just never seen the win. We already know how I feel about Kyle Lowry. I just never. <laughs> seen hey, him. look, he back in the finals. Say what you want. Not doing a damn thing. He back in the finals. He was key in that game seven against Boston, though. He was very key in that. He mm-hmm. stepped up when they needed him Man, most. It's because Jalen Brown's that are dribbling off his foot. 
But I mean, the Heat scheme per- perfectly for that. They made him, him go left. Made him go left. And just the funny thing is, Draymond said that last year too on JJ Ready uh, podcast. He just when when we started making him go left, that's when yeah. stuff went wrong. Well, well, since we talking about them, might as well. <laughs> Boston and Miami went to Game Seven. Boston won three in a row and let me down again for the <laughs> for another time. You know they've been letting me down since 2017. Real disappointed. They went game. They went two. They this they did this last year when Game Seven two series back to back and made the finals last year and I almost did it again. Yeah, Boston's never going to make life easy for themselves no matter what. They never, never. Do, they never do, and it's real disappointing because like they should have been had a chip by now. Yep, they should have. They just ran into my boy Steph last year, but they should have had a chip by now. To me, it's arguable they could have. They should have had one last year. They was up two zero. They could have had one last year, yeah. But then, like I said, Steph happened, but they still could have had one. But were they were they up two zero? I think they were. Uh, was it two zero? They fine. I think it was one one one. It was one one. No, nah, no, nah, uh, I think I think it might have been two. Really? I don't know. I yeah, because if they would have if they would have went to, uh, I think if they went went to Boston. It would have they would have been down three zero. I think or three. It was something, but I feel like they were. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I yeah. feel like they were up two. That's another thing too. They're terrible at home in the playoffs like every year. I they were like, <laughs> I think they said they were like five and six at home in the playoffs this year. Yeah, and even last year they weren't good at, at home in the playoffs, which is weird. They literally got booed off their court. And they, I think it was was it was it against Philly. Yeah, it was against. Yeah, Philly. they got booed. They literally got booed off their home court and then came back and won three straight after that. Well, or, or did, did they, they won three? Yeah, they won three straight with Philly too. Well, I think they won. They won two straight. They was down, they won they were down three one. They was down three one or three two. It was three two. Yeah. They, they they were down three two. I um yeah Boston man. I'm tired, but I, I'm they. I, I everybody, you, you know, you know, you hate to say excuses, but but Tatum wanting to turn that ankle. Well, not even just that. Hey, I gotta get on that too. Not not even just that, but yeah. you know that everything happened with Eme. So your whole leadership changed going into the season, right? Mm-hmm. Got a new coach, brand never coach before, right? My boy Gallinari, nope. he got hurt, right? He ain't even get okay. So I and there was a number two seed, correct? Number one. There was number one seed in the East. So there was two. That was the Bucks. They two. Bucks number one. Mm. Boston was two. Yeah, Boston was two. Yeah. So all of it together, I think they, because of everything they they've been dealing with, I think they got to a good spot. I think the issue that Boston runs into is they don't have anybody on the team that's won at a high level. It as much as Al Horford is. A nice vet. He ain't got no chip. Nope. All right. So ain't nobody on the squad wine at no high level. Correct me. It, right? There ain't nobody, right? No. Nah. And so they having to figure it. They figuring this out on their own. Like Jalen Brown and uh They've been figuring it and out. And JT. They've been figuring it ever since they got there. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. But they have not had anybody. Yeah. Well, I can't say ever, but in these last couple years, they haven't had a title. Winning vet, I ain't gonna lie. You can't even count Kyrie because that it didn't even work out. No, and the car, and, yeah. and the only person they had was Kyrie, and it didn't. And he kind of hindered, somewhat hindered them. Yeah. yeah. So I give, I'm giving them a little grace. I think. Um, so where, where are y'all at on the whole breaking them up, keeping them together thing? It's the most. 
terrible take ever. Because why would you do that? Why would you break them up? Right. That's like, what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that. I, I don't think that's the move. The only. The only deal I might think about. I don't know. It might be crazy, but the only deal I might think about trading Jalen Browns for Dame Lillard. That's it. Now, yeah. I, that's oh, it. shout out to Enterprise Wise. We was just talking about that. That we was talking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. That would be it. Now you put Dame with uh, Tatum. Oh no, yeah. I feel like Dame compliments Tatum better than Jalen oh, Brown. Yeah. That's just me though, because Dame is a more oh, consistent yeah. shooter. But you, but you gotta understand. That's a. I don't. I don't. You don't need to get rid of both of them. Oh, both. I just, no, no, not both. No, no just I, talking I, about getting rid of JB. That's I, it. Yeah, I'm like I'm just saying like both of them is you don't need to get rid of either one of them. I've been said it. Marcus Smart is just not a true point guard. I've been saying that they need a true point guard to help facilitate for both of them when they're in. The, like it's like Chris Paul, what Chris Paul would do for his team. They basically need a Chris Paul. And He's Mark, gonna be available this offseason too. No, they don't uh, want him. Uh, they probably don't want. I'm him. I'm just saying that's what that's what they need though. Somebody Cause, like because what are you gonna do with Brogdon and and Derek White? That's what I'm saying. I they mean, got they got all these because Malcolm Brogdon you could say is a point guard. You can bring both of them off the bench, honestly. Cause they both Brogdon's big enough to play the two guards. Speaking of Brogdon, he was playing with a torn elbow too. So. But I'm, uh, I you don't I, everybody's saying get rid of them. They don't because I feel like Tatum and Brown complement each other very well with the scoring and the, they they both they're both two ways. Why would you want not want both two 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 way scores on your team? I think it just comes to a point. Like, I still give them some more time, but it's like how many years we gonna go with? They coming and them coming up short, you know, because it's been a lot of years. Like they got to break through. Yes, the Tatum and Brown duo. At some point, they got to break through, man. Got to. It's a they made like it six, to the finals years. last year, right? Yeah. Yes. That was the furthest they went. The year I don't remember where they went. The year before that, they did. That was their first time making the yeah, finals. Now I'm talking time. about the year before that. They, oh, they lost to, to Miami. Yeah. In the bubble. Yes. They lost to Miami in the bubble, and then they lost to the Bucks. I think the year after that. Yeah. And that was the year the Bucks won. Yes. Yep. I think I think the books yeah the books I think the books they haven't been able to get through. I, I I feel it. I still got. I I don't know. I'm giving. I'm still giving them some time. I'm gonna give them more time, but it's just frustrating. And, and you gotta remember, LeBron was in their way at first too. LeBron exactly. and yeah. the, and the Raptors with Kawhi. And some my my timeline a little fuzzy, but they there there's been legit people in, in their, their way. way, and they're still young. And they've been figuring it out on their own, in my opinion. So this is like, like they're literally twenty five and twenty six. Yeah, like, like nah, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like nah, give it. I would give it real time. Like it would have to be somebody Until, big, I, like I really, Damian. I, yeah, man, I, don't, I don't even. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know if Boston would even do that. What? I don't know if they would trade. I don't know if they. Boston just don't be really seeming like. You they feel me? they like could the organization team. to do no big moves like that. They never outside of the Kyrie deal. They never Kyrie and then the KG reality thing. They never like make any big moves. So I don't really I don't see. I feel I feel like they're gonna extend Brown and keep. Just man, they didn't have my boy Nilo Nari this year, bro. He he tore ACL. He didn't get to play, man. But my thing with Boston is even with all these injuries, they still had a chance to make the finals. And I don't want to hear the Tatum injury excuse either because if you didn't go down three zero, none of that would have mattered. That's my thing with that. You, if you take care of business like you're supposed to, none of that wouldn't matter. If you go down 3-0, you don't have no room for error, which the Tatum injury was a room for error because you everything went up. That was the first play of the game. Yep. And then Jalen Brown just wet the bed, literally. Because most – yeah, that's why I say I don't, I don't feel no remorse of boss just because you went down 3-0. I mean, you can't go down 3-0, bro. I don't care. And they, all, and they was on the brink of making history. 
Literally. But in typical Boston fashion, what they do? They won it three, gave everybody false hope, and, and just blew it home. Are we even surprised? Because that's what Boston does. Yeah. <laughs> literally, since 2017, literally just disappointed me every time. And this one hurt the worst. That's just the frustrating thing, too, about it. the Boston team, though. It's like, I know it's more than talent, but they, they done lost to a way less talented Miami team two times in the conference finals in, what, the last four years? Yes. Shouldn't have happened. Yeah, need a time. Is it? Is it? Which, what do y'all attribute that to? You think is? You think is more of Miami having more dog led by Jimmy, and they and, and Boston having less dog in them? So is this they just getting out dogged or a mix between that and coaching? Organizational structure and coaching. Yes, and coaching. So one time they had email, other time they had old buddy. So what you? I mean, yeah. No, nah, nah, I would say not because when they lost him in the bubble, Brad Stevens was still the coach. I think. Facts. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And that, oh, oh, hey, that's what I'm saying. So and he, get, he may beat Miami. And give and get. And that's another thing. Get them boys some credit with that. They've had three coaches, different head coaches in the past what four three, years, yeah. three to four years. Yeah, three to four. That's still that's not and, normal. You right. feel two, me? In two in two years with a first year coach, they made the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I'm saying. They're, to me, they're not. Un, I mean, they're they're falling apart here and there. But to me, overall, they're not underperforming. To me, with all the stuff that's in play, it's just gonna take time. They just need like when they just need structure in the. Yeah. Fourth. They just need structure in the fourth, like. Because all the turnovers oh, last year, yeah, they, they need a guard. Close. So, so yes, you need a they, good been, floor, a good floor general that's not going to make mistakes yeah. and they can hit timely, well-needed shots. After, after last year, I was like, they need Marcus Smart is great, but they need, a, a, point pure, guard. They need a pure point guard. How y'all feel? Is, do y'all consider Fred Van Fleet a, 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 a traditional point guard? No. No. So is there a guard out there that's not Damian Lillard that y'all can see them getting that will have uh no no okay because when you think about it, it's not too many of those left for real <laughs> it's not it's a lot of scoring guards in the league now like chris paul is the last of a dying breed like they need like i would they need a guard that can score but they just need a like uh, they just need a veteran guard that can just slow them down in the half court because they have court well, how y'all feel terrible. about reggie jason no Nah, okay. He ain't taking him over the hump. I say he. Hey, Malcolm Bronner can't do it. Reggie. Reggie ain't. about to be over there sitting on the bench getting a ring. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Cause I feel like you know he too. If Malcolm Bronner, they brought in him. If he can't, if he ain't the answer, See, Reggie. Malcolm, not. Malcolm is perfect because he he's not a, he's a scorer, but he's not. Yeah. So like they just because their half court offense is terrible. Yes. It was last ISO. year. It was last year like the in their playoffs like this year the turnover problems and they started it against Philly again. Jalen Brown, I think he led. I think he led the team in turnovers, like this playoffs in turnovers or something. But him and Tatum last year just uh, charged turnover. Jalen Brown with the, I can't, I don't know how to dribble a ball no more. Turnovers. This is the same thing that was happening last year in the playoffs, and it happened again. That's why everybody had a lot of these problems just became existing with Missoula. They were doing the same thing with Udoka, last same year. thing with Brad Stevens. It it's was, been the same thing, and it was worse. It was worse last year. Yep, literally worse last year. They just found ways to the out talent. Yeah, the, the, they could have out. They, that's what they were supposed to. They were supposed to out talent Miami, but they didn't do that. It's because they ran into the best coach in the league. Yeah, Spo. If Coach Spo was coaching Boston, they'd have had at least two rings by now with that core. I want, I want Tyloo to go to Boston, but they'll get Joe another year. Now that's the duo that really need to be out. That Kawhi Paul George because oh, yeah. they they ain't gonna stay here. Steve, <laughs> Steve Ballmer, Steve Ballmer, sick about that one. Everybody hmm. needs to come to grips, man. That Clippers thing is a failure. It's never going to work. 
Kawhi might mess around and see all next year too, for real. When he be surprised. It's Kawhi Town. You feel me? He, he supposed to be the king of LA and run LA. Kawhi Please. Town. Yeah, that, Please. Yo, that commercial didn't age well at all. <laughs> it's crazy. It did not age well at all, but. Please don't break up JB and JT, please. Like, it, it wouldn't make no sense, Boston. I ain't gonna lie, Danny Angel's in there. He probably would have did it because you know Danny Angel just like that. He's aggressive. He like to do shit just to do it. So I feel like if Danny Angel's in the office, he probably would have been like, yeah, we're, we're getting Dame at, in, uh, in, in the summer. But I just don't. They have a team around. I feel like they just have to. They have a good core, man. They got Tatum, Brown, and Robert Williams. Yeah, talent ain't never been an issue with them. It's never been an issue. Like, you just named them three. Defensively, that's scary. Yeah. It's just Robert Williams is never healthy fully. So, I just, man, I feel like you you run it back. You got you got to run it back until you can't run it back no more. And then you just feel like they just need to move around. I'm just, I just... I like. I mean, of course, you know, I'm not mad Boston lost because I'm a I'm a diehard Lakers fan. So naturally, we don't like Boston. But come, this was the year where I was like, this Boston year, man. I was confident they was at least going to make the finals again and win it. And last year, I picked against them almost every series they made the finals. This year, I was with Boston the whole year. I was like, man, this day year, you did pick nigga. against them every series yep. last year. But this year, when I pick them, they don't come through for me. Now you know how I feel. So it's like I don't know what to do with Boston. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> like, I just be like, yeah, they gonna. They gonna get there, but I don't know if they gonna win it. And this year they didn't even get there. This year I said Boston is at least gonna make it back to the finals. There's no way they losing it out before the finals. But yeah, they didn't even get there. They let me down this year after I stuck with them this year after I didn't last year. So going into next year, I don't know what to think with Boston for real. I really don't know what to think with them. I don't either. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's gonna be like Denver these past couple years. Gonna be like you know yeah they good and stuff, but you know we ain't really looking for it. Yeah. Well, I, I just know it was a lot of N-words flying in Boston after that game. So. <laughs> I seen his uh, picture of Hulk Hogan. Boy, yeah, the oh, NWA. And, and it was like, and. He about, yeah, he about to spray, spray paint NWA on the show. And, and they just do the, like, they do the N, and then he it's started like, the W. He's like, yeah, the I. The Boston fans. Yeah. It's the, oh, bro, that's man. the funniest thing ever. Yeah, bro. brother. When they use that meme, bro. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, a lot of N-words, you know, a lot of. Racism and Bo- you know that's that's what it's Boston. Racism, man. racism lives and dies in Boston. It's Boston. <laughs> but we spent most of the segment saying why Boston didn't win. So let's take time to give Miami credit why they did win. Shout out to Miami. Shout out to Miami Heat. Got got to give Miami some love, man, because they really came through. Where everybody doubted them. You know the talent wise, way under talent compared to Boston. They even lost two of their rotation players, Tally Hero and Victor Oladipo. Didn't let him whoa, stop whoa, whoa. him. He's Crazy. Not, he, he's not rotational. My boy started. Now he, he he's spitting though. And speaking of Tyler Hero, I gotta mention my guy Jack Harlow. I'm a big Jack Harlow fan, but how you got a song named Tyler Hero and you put up to that daggone Boston game? In that Boston daggone yeah. uh, uh, Letterman. It's, it's, Kentucky is near St. Louis, right? Or am I tripping? Uh, Louisville, yeah, not too far. Yeah, Close yeah it's St. Louis. It's because Tatum from St. Louis. So that's why. I mean, okay. I guess that's All right. okay. But yeah, shout out to Miami. And shout out to Caleb Martin. We'll talk about him more later on episode two from the Hoop State. In my opinion, he should have got East Carolina Finals. Yeah, he MVP. got robbed. Yeah. Jimmy was terrible that whole series, literally, and still got Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Without Caleb Martin, they would not have won that series. Every time they needed a clutch shot, who made it? Him. Caleb Martin. 
This dude was making crazy shots, though. Yeah. He Whole got, series. He got, I don't know how you, like... He was getting double-doubles, too. He was getting, like, 25 and 12 <laughs> every night. Yeah, he got robbed. I don't know how. Because Jimmy only had that one good game where he scored, like, 28, and then after that, he just fell off. And he was decent game seven, but still, Caleb was consistent every game of that series. Yeah. A lot of my... Shout out to Kavani James. He he also said Caleb Murray. Yeah. I see it. Shut up, Bonnie. Yeah. That's wild how, you know, Jimmy got it, but you got the Larry Bird... Eastern Conference Finals MVP in Boston House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's nuts. Very disrespectful. <laughs> Very. Yeah. So. I mean, technically, the same thing. How about I say Yogi's did the same thing? Oh, yeah, Magic he got Johnson. The Magic yeah. Johnson and Stableson. That's wild yeah. to think about. <laughs> yeah. now that I ain't even noticed that. That's how that stuff wild. played out. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But this, this shows right here. The league wasn't red this year. If it was red, it would have been a Lakers Celtics in that final. Oh, no yeah, doubt. Easy. No I, doubt about it. I would have loved to seen that because in my lifetime, I've never got to watch a Lakers Celtics finals in my life. What you mean? You ain't watched the Kobe? Yeah. How old I were you? I wasn't. I was only like seven. You I was in, only okay. like eight then. Okay. You in there. Okay. I get you. I get you. Well, I, yeah. I was just wrestling, bad. Yeah. This would be. This would have been. The, I mean, maybe next year, but nope. we, we we in the twilight periods of that happening. Yeah. But yeah. 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 But yeah, shout out Miami. I'm just really just yeah. disappointed in Boston, but Spo and Spo won't play in no games. Spo ran a master class in that series, and mm-hmm. I knew I knew that's really what it, what it was going to come down to. Yeah, Spo the best coach in the league now, bro. Ain't, ain't no it's way like my, it's like I don't like Miami zone just shook them boys. I don't know how, but Miami got up in that zone. Them boys ain't know what to do. I ain't gonna lie, Jalen Brown. I ain't gonna lie, Jalen Brown be taking some of the most. Ugliest ill-advised threes, like he'll just raise up. I'll be like, yo, he'd be hitting back iron. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He'd he be making them sometimes. I'll be like, yo, like it's like the, he, the thing is when he usually do that stuff, he be making them because when he on, that's what that's what I'm saying. You cannot get that's too. I mean, I don't know. I ain't never seen. I don't know if I've Jalen Bryant ever dropped forty. I don't know. Yeah, he dropped forty. Yeah, but it's just not as that's what I'm saying. It's not as consistent as Tatum. That's what I'm saying. You got a a. 30 point per game score that he, Tatum literally just averaged 30 this year. One of the only Celtic players to do that. And you got another 25 point per game score in Jalen Brown. And like I said, they're both two way. Both just made an all NBA team. You feel me? Like, so you can't, that, that'll be dumb. Like, that'll just be from a business standpoint. I feel like that'll be dumb too, unless you're going to get Dane. But anybody else, it'll just be a dumb business move. Like, even go, trading. Uh, trading uh, for Poole and Kaminga and Wiggins, that'll be stupid. Oh, yeah, it would. No. You don't do that. But like you said, you said on the way out here too, team, too many teams out here trying to be the Warriors living and down by the three, but they're not the Warriors. Three. Yeah, they, like, gotta, that's why Boston missed the last year. They wanted to be like the Warriors and lost playing like the Warriors. Mm-hmm. The Warriors got two of the best shooters all the time on their that's team. Why that's why it works. That's why it worked. But yeah, I, I think you gotta you gotta have you gotta find your own DNA. You might incorporate some of what they do, but you gotta you feel me? You got to lean on what? And that, and what it was culture and system that you got. And it was defense. And they and with Joe this year, it it, it rose and it shone just a little bit. Cause like in the Philly series, they they made a lot of adjustments they did that they didn't get credit for. But as we see in the Miami series, Doc Rivers just probably was I don't know if he even coached for real. If that's the case, if he got out coached by Joe Mazzula, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think that Philly thing too. Just as much as Boston showing up that game seven, I think it was just as much as Philly imploding. Also, that's what I'm saying. Joe Allen B, like what? When the world was that? Don't ever say he better than Joker. <laughs> I've always said, I ain't gonna lie. I've always been like a two way dude, so I was like, yeah, but it's like, it's just like Joker was just too good. Like, I've been yeah. saying that Joker is better than B. Yes, 
Yeah, yeah, I think this year definitely. It's no doubt. It. And, yeah, and Joker definitely should have got that third straight MVP. It's narratives, though, man. We all know this. Voters fatigue. I finally, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I finally get to say it on the podcast, man. They just gave that nigga MB the here nigga damn MVP. Like here nigga Pretty damn, much. you been complaining here nigga damn. Pretty here much. <laughs> Cause I feel like if um, Joker didn't win it last year, they would have gave it to Joker this year. Yeah, cause this was the year to really give it to him, cause he had the number one uh, C and he had the stats. Yep. The year, the other year he won it, he just had the stats. So why is it that he's not getting it this year? Mm-hmm. Cause MB just had the 30 points per game and he was the third seed. So it's just like, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the the criteria is different. It changes, it changes every year. Cause it's like, do you want to give it to the best player on the best team or do you just want to give it to the best player? Yeah. So it's the criteria is it switches up every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, the MVP definitely has lost value to me. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's lost value. Yeah, it's not what it used to be at all. It's lost value. Yeah, you all, you all, you gotta look at it in context with everything. You can't just take that. Yeah, and I hate to say it, it probably went like that after Steph got the unanimous MVP, and then after that, it was just like we just finna just because then Westbrook got it. You know, Harden <laughs> got it one year. It's like we yeah. just finna be giving it out to any, any, and everybody. It's like they were spreading the wealth around. A bunch of different players got it after that. Like KD got it one year. Yeah, and you could argue LeBron should have got it probably in all the got years. Got more. Same thing with Kobe and like, Michael Jordan too back in the day. Yeah, him and my, my biggest one was with, with Kobe and and them Steenage ones. Yeah, so it's like I don't really MVP. I think he might have stole one from. I thought it was Shaq one year he stole the MVP from who. Uh, Steve, Steve Nash. I think. Yeah, it was it was literally Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. It was both both like one year. I think it was Shaq with Miami. Yeah, that that, yeah, that was then, the year. And that then the year. next year was it was niggas thought it was should have been Kobe. So Steve Nash got MVP from both of them. It don't even feel like it. Like it just found weird. Steve Nash two time MVP. Steve like, it just Nash, don't, it don't like, feel right. And it's like you respect it, but it's like bro. Yeah. So it's definitely less, but I think um Yo, uh, Joker definitely with a ring this year on top of them MVPs. Now that that nail it, that kind of that's that's some that's some legit tissue right there. Mm-hmm. Second greatest big behind uh, Kareem. Nah, I don't know if I'm ready to put him ahead nah, of Shaq yet. Nah, though, Shaq, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, Shaq probably right now put Joker ahead of him for real. I win in it right now. Just because right I'm just saying, just because of what he's doing, Shaq would get him. I mean, he would give him problems. Shaq would still give him problems. Of course. He would give him. Because he don't, yeah. yeah. I, I think Shaq would give Joker more problems than Joker would give Shaq problems. Of course, but it's just Shaq can only affect the game one way. No, nah, he, Shaq, Shaq was. Well, compared g- to Joker, he only affects I, the game one way. I guess you would. It's just got a game change. Yeah, yeah, but, but Shaq, for, for him, for his time, Shaq, he would. Push the ball on the break. Like, not push the ball on the break, but he yeah, would he be. Would, yeah, I would see him. He was like, an underrated facilitator, he was, too. He'll he get a, double team. He know how to pass he it could up. Pass, that's what I'm saying. He could he could kick out because with him playing with Penny and with him playing with Kobe, he always had that guy. So, he. he so, I so basically, no, nah, I ain't putting Joker over Shaq. No. I ain't, nah, do nah, nah, I ain't doing yet. that. Even, even with the chip. I can't do that yet. I'm I not going to do that. Yet. Even Hakeem, look, man. Like, I, I can't whoa, do Hakeem either. Whoa, Hakeem got two rings. Bruh, I get that. I get Bruh. that. But what what did he just do? He broke Wilt record for the most triple doubles by a center okay, in the playoffs. Okay, check now, me. Right? All right, check and me. And they though. say Wilt was the most, the most dominant like Shaq. But y'all right? check me, please. 
every all these stats, and this is keep it a bet. Every all these the reason that these stats are getting broken like this is because the game itself yes. is is more catered towards those statistics being ramped up than they used and to it's be proven, yeah. for various different reasons. So I take all of these records with a slight grain of salt. Just all these rec like specifically statistical records. Like I guess all of them are statistical, but you get what I'm saying, like how many points and rebound, all that. It's like, bro, it's it's easier to get those numbers now. Yeah, it's, it's inflation. It's it's if thank you. Just like in the real world, how Re- money is inflated, exactly. housing market, the but NBA is the exactly. same. Yeah, but then exactly, it might be inflation, but everybody's better than they were. Okay, now, now, okay. So it's easier. So, so it's easier for them to get buckets, right? Okay. All right. I like I like your point. You're saying that the skill level has increased. I agree with you. But the the, the amount of defensive yeah, the skill has gone down. Has gone down. So it's catered more. I seen something with KG had Adam Silver on his on his pod and he had asked Adam Silver Silver about that. And he, you know, he basically I forgot he he Adam Silver, he basically pin he pinpointed like almost a specific season that he felt like um he was like in the late 90s it got super physical it was too physical early late 90s early 2000s so they started doing the hand checking thing they took he took that out and and then he was like and then at some point in the last five years they felt like it was getting too excessive with it the, uh in the other way so he's, yep. he he felt like it's a it's a fine line to walk but all these guys breaking these stats, I just take it all with a slight grain of salt because of the inflation. The inflation, that's, that's, that was a great point. Same thing with the money. Like, you look at, like, a, how much a car was, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Somebody bought a brand-new car in, 20, in, 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 in 1985. And if you was to compare what it costs now, you don't just take the number that it was then right. you have to factor in inflation Context to, to get the new price of what that car will be today yep so so in essence you take these guys stats of what they are but that means you got to go back and factor in inflation for the older stuff so which is hard to do yeah so it's hold on hold on but then the one but he passed the one outlier there was which was will chamberlain though that's what i'm saying Cause he was the he was the outlier, and you know we learned it. You know we didn't learn the word, but you, you got used a lot today. Anomaly, you know. Yeah. Shout out Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he 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 passed the only anomaly as a center to ever do that, and he did that in an era where it was Fast. nothing but mailman and milk deliveries. I, I get you. I mean, you can make arguments either way. But it, yeah, I'm I'm still it's, playing. It's, it's a great argument. Yeah, I'm still both. playing Kareem, Shaq, and Hakeem over him at the moment. At the moment, I think that's and that's respectable. I almost didn't want to put him over Dirk, but. Nah, you got to, and that's my I, dog. I almost ain't gonna put. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't say. I would. Dirk. I mean, nah, I ain't gonna lie. Chris Bruce, I was kind of disrespecting my dude the other day. He was like, Dirk was Dirk was overrated. You yeah, know you saying? don't got to do all that. You don't got to put yeah. Dirk down to elevate. Nah, Joker. yeah, Dirk was not overrated no, at all. No, at all. It, it was like he was like, and then it was it was a video, and then somebody tweeted like, Dirk is overrated because he had one legendary finals run. That's the point. One? I the mean, most that's, difficult one that's ever. The point. That's, the, that's the that's the that's the that's the angle. I he would say the three one ring, you know, best ring history. But Dirk, no, yeah, no, that Dirk ring. Even though Jay, I ain't gonna lie, Jay, you know, everybody's talking about Jason Terry. He averaged eighteen point five in the finals. But Bruh. Dirk, that was that was Dirk. That was Dirk. That was that was him. Like yeah. that run, that run was him. You know how many Hall of Famers Dirk ran? He ran through. through. It was iconic, iconic. 
How many Hall of Famers? Let's count them. Oh, Kobe, man. Gasol. No, I mean, start with that first. I mean, they beat Go. They beat yeah. uh, OKC. OKC. That's three Hall of Famers. That's three. That, four, if you and, and you can say Serge Ibaka might be one. Honestly, mm. yeah, I, ain't no I don't think. I ain't gonna lie. It's easy to get in, so I ain't gonna lie. It is easy. But I don't think Serge gonna get. <laughs> I don't think it's that easy. I ain't gonna lie. He did get a ring with. Uh, he did get. A, he did get that ring with uh, Toronto. Nah, I'd be surprised Serge got in. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, to it's you. easy though. <laughs> It is, but it surged. So we just gonna do three. Three. Then you, then you had Kobe. Gasol. Gasol was. That's five right there. Yeah. And then, who was it? Was it Melo in there one time? Or was, was that there? Nah, that one. Nah, right. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I'm looking it up. But yeah, it's it's just a lot of blasphemous. Was it Portland they ran through with Roy and Aldrich? I'm trying to remember. It was somebody else. They played Portland. Okay, mm-hmm. so in the first game. round, which would have been Damon. I don't think no, nah, that was pretty. It was, it was Lamarcus Aldridge and Brandon Roy. And Lamarcus Aldridge going to probably be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Lamar, So that was Lamarcus Aldridge, so yeah, Brandon Roy, and then Lakers, Kobe, them off the bat to bat, and then you had Westbrook and and KD. So that's it. So Lamar so, so Lamar was so, still in them teams. Yeah. Was he still in there? Lamar Odom. Yeah. No, he Hall of Fame. Lamar Odom Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then of course the big three heat. What about Derrick Fisher? Yeah, I'm about to say Derrick Fisher. Derrick Fisher in Hall of Fame. So, I mean, well, we about, we, about we, seven. We about, about eight. We we're, were about eight. I mean, and then LeBron. And this is prime LeBron. This is eleven. This is prime LeBron at the peak of his this superpower. Is prime bro. LeBron. That's, that's, <laughs> 11, bro, that's so, almost eleven so Hall of Fame. LeBron should count as like five. LeBron, D Wade, Chris Bosh. Um, you might as well say spoke. There he, was somebody else on the squad that that I feel like was is going to be in the Hall of Fame. I can't think. Um, Ray Allen was on that team. That was nah. pretty Ray Allen. Um, I think that was it on that. That's one. probably it. Uh, J- uh, Jason Richardson was on that team. No, no, I'm I'm bugging. My bad. Shane so Battier was on the team. Uh, yeah, I don't brother, Yelaine, your Shane Battier. Yeah. No, no, so, so we yes. can count those three. Either who we are, we in double digit. If we, if we yeah. count, if we count on coaches, you got spoke. <sighs> I guess we we talking double digit. Hall of Famers on that run, so I that that ring hold mad weight to me. So that's why I still, I still was kind of on the like, is he is can I put him over Dirk? Uh, so but if if Joker get this ring, yeah, I think yeah with the two MVPs with the two you. MVPs, yeah, it'll hurt. I but th- I got you. I think you I can to. maybe put him over Dirk. Yeah, but yeah, I th- but with the ring though. Yeah, with the ring, he got. Ring. If he didn't have the ring, no, Dirk with still the it's crazy. We got all the way here just from talking about Boston. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so we already said Boston shouldn't um, break up, break up them, and then I guess before we move on with that, just just quick takes on just what LA should do the off season. Just yeah. What you think, Jay? Bad. So while we still talking about the playoffs. Uh, Lakers got eliminated as we mentioned earlier, so that raises a lot of questions. What LH do this all season? Is the Jonathan's point? Uh, the Lakers basically say their season, making a Westbrook trade, bringing in D'Lo, um, Lee Beasley, Mo Bamba, and uh, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui at the deadline. Roger Murrell and Austin Reeves stepped up big time, man. So, Jonathan, man, your opinion. What what should LA do this offseason? Who should they keep? Who should they let go? Potential guys bringing in. Yeah, so I'm a big D'Angelo Russell fan. I was very disappointed in his play. I think the Lakers should move off of D'Angelo. Ooh, that's big coming from you because you're the biggest D'Lo fan. I'm a big D'Lo guy. 
Um, they should move off of D'Lo. If they can replace him with a better option. If you don't have – I don't downgrade just for the sake of getting rid right. of D'Angelo. Right. He, gets, he still could be serviceable, but they need a – another consistent scoring option on the perimeter and potentially somebody that is not as much of a defensive a liability on the defensive end. So this is my fault. I started on the negative, but bring back Hachimura, bring back Reeves, see what options that we can get at that guard spot, vet that out. That includes looking at what's up with Kyrie and Fred Van Fleet, just mm-hmm. seeing what's up with those guys. And if we could, I would love to get Vanderbilt back. Um, I don't know if he's on the contract or what, but I think that's the main thing is locking in that point guard spot, what that's going to look like, getting those – signing back those guys. And, man, I I want a solid backup for for our big man rotation. I think I just yeah. – just making sure our big man rotation is locked in. Solid. Yeah. So I was, the, I was just about to ask. You know, I just came back, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I was asking anybody say something about Mo Bamba. Yeah, I mentioned we were picking him up. I'm at a deadline, but See, we haven't brought him up yet. I was just gonna say y'all. I was saying if y'all was gonna keep Mo. Nah, I think I mean, he's it's Mo, not. I think he's probably gone. Yeah, not a priority. He, yeah. he's not a priority. But yeah, I just, I just need a guy. I mean, I'll be okay with Dwight. How I still, I, I mean, other than the fact he just, old, I feel like they should have never got. Like, I feel like he should still, he should still be on that roster. Right yeah, now. I'm okay with. I think Dwight Howard makes sense. My number one big man target this off season, free agent wise, is Bert Lopez. Oh man. Ain't gonna lie. We should never got rid of him. Y'all go, hey, uh, y'all go ahead. Yeah, dude, y'all had the best shooter on the team. Again. He gonna be the best shooter on the team again. To me, he's perfect. Cause to me, I, I just want to push AD back to the four. Yeah. And to me, Bro Lopez is the perfect fire to play with him because he can stretch the floor. So the paint would not be clawed up. And Bro Lopez, they can both stretch the floor. So you feel me? You can just yeah. switch it up however you want to with them two. And the thing with Bro, he can stretch the floor all the way to the three point line too. And he, he tell you, best shooter, on, bro. Everything he be on, he the best shooter yeah. on the squad. And then he's one of the best. Um, big man defenders in the league also. Bro, Lopez, that would be good. He was, he was in the defense player that you were running this year. Mm-hmm. So. He finished top three. He think he's going to leave Milwaukee. He could. Because, you know, I think Milwaukee going to switch some things up. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, they, with a new coach. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. I feel like they need, I ain't going to lie. They have to switch it up. They need more athleticism, for sure. Especially on the perimeter. Yeah, because they got, the only athleticism they got is Grayson Ellen. You know, he ain't really, he ain't really hitting on that. Him and Giannis, that's do, it. Do we have enough money to sign back Hachimura and Austin Reeves and to get Brooke Lopez unless he's on the veterans minimum? The Lakers will have to be very strategic with that. They will have to basically sign Brooke Lopez first mm-hmm. for the mid-level. And then since we got Reeves and uh, Hachimura's bird rights, we can go over the cap to bring both of those guys back for whatever amount we need to. So basically, we have to sign whatever free agent from the outside first before we resign our own players. Rob Palinka might be the best GM in the league. I ain't gonna lie to you. After, I ain't gonna lie after how he pulled off them two teams that y'all this one and the bubble team. I ain't gonna lie. He he got a yeah. I keep saying he need more respect to his name. He might be one the best GM in the league. He pulled <laughs> something like that off. Again. I trust Rob though. I think he, I, do. I trust him at this point. That's I what I'm saying. You know, people was uh, calling so, for his job and stuff. Yeah, you know, everything really want his fault. You know. So. That. Jay, so I mean, what's up? What, are you good? Do you value getting the Brook Lopez esque route? Yeah. So or Kyrie. 
how, how in the in the do you get Brooke Lopez and bring back D'Angelo and and we had the same guard rotation maybe or or do you try to up or do you prioritize upgrading at that one spot potentially bringing in a Kyrie because we he done came to two of them games you know what he did. I yeah mean, come on like <laughs> I, I heard y'all looking at Fred too yeah that's what, that's what I was like you know him Fred. also. Uh, of course, if we got a chance to get Kyrie and could keep Austin Reeves, I would not have a problem with bringing in Kyrie because, I mean, I feel like we were missing a player like Kyrie. But my thing is, my father. Because cause if if uh, Dallas extends him, what are y'all going to do? Is it going to be because it's not a signing trade? Yeah, that, I was just about to get to that point, too. We don't. I don't think we have a realistic opportunity to get Kyrie because... Like, like you just mentioned, Mark Cuban's not going to work with the Lakers to do no signing trade. But isn't he a unrestricted free agent? Yeah, but we could not afford him. If we got Kyrie, they, re, bye-bye to Reeves, bye-bye Hachimura, basically everybody yeah, else Yeah, because they, they have to, Dallas has to extend him for him to go somewhere. So basically, if we bring Kyrie, it'll be like, we have a big three, but no dip. Yeah. Which, okay, but. Will you go that route, or will you say bring. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm, so, okay, right. So basically, unless Kyrie just takes some. A discount. A, a crazy discount. discount to pull up. Yeah, I would prefer to take Kyrie take a crazy discount, and pull up, and we still keep the boys. But I know that probably ain't gonna it's happen. Not, so, not so I would eat like you said, prioritizing Reeves, Hachimura. Yep. See what D'Angelo talking about. Yep. See what Fred talking about. See what Chris Paul talking about. I hate. That. I mean, I know, but you know what's gonna happen. But I think y'all actually gonna swap. It's gonna be they. They gonna the sons gonna get Kyrie. Y'all gonna get Chris Paul. Yeah, I, I could. I could see us uh, getting Chris. Um, he's not a free agent. No, and y'all got to pay him too. We had to trade. And that's what I'm saying. It's the money with Chris. So yeah, I, I, it'd be never tricky. Mind. It'd be tricky. Never it, mind. So it had to be like a sign and trade with D Love for real to get Chris. That's about the only way to match up the salaries. Chris Lucky, but, he was the president at one time. Because if it weren't for that, he would not have been getting the bread he was getting <laughs> at all. But I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind Fred uh, Van Fleet, though. Fred VB. I just feel like he's more of a consistent shooter. And he, he's not the best defender, but he's a gritty defender. Like, he's going to put in that effort. So, in my opinion, my perfect offseason would be sign Brooke Lopez for the mid-level. Sign and trade D-Love to Toronto for Van Fleet. Bring back Reeves and Hachimura. And then just fill out the roster with a couple extra shooters and wing defenders, like a shooter off the bench, like maybe bring in like a Seth Curry for the veterans minimum and find some more cheap wing defenders. Maybe see if you can even know. swing a deal to bring Caruso back. You said you okay. said Seth Curry. I ain't a lot like that because he over there rotting away in Brooklyn. He need to be on somewhere where he can be a real contender. I would love to have Seth Curry. Yep. And I feel like we can get him for pretty cheap this offseason too. That would be beautiful. You know what's whack? I ain't never thought about. Why the Warriors ain't never just pick him up? They had him. Yeah, they had him. That was his first team when he first broke into the league. But they cut him. I ain't even know that. That's before he he didn't break out till he got to um, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Well, they tripping, boy. They would have had. They could have had him coming off the bench. Boy, yep. They, you wouldn't even need Jordan Poole at that point. He played for that summer league team, preseason, everything. Yeah, they tripping. They they need to bring. They need to run that back before Steph. They could. It's all season. I mean, he they need. They need. I ain't gonna lie. They might run that back. At this point, I think they're gonna they, lose because they, they want to lead. They want to win now. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can. Dante cool, but you can. Yeah, you can go. He gonna get a bet. Somebody gonna pay him a little bit more money. And plus, <laughs> they looking for veterans now anyway. Yeah. So and Kurt and Seth is a veteran at this point. So they need. Yeah, they need to. They need to run that. Run that. 
Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, all three literal Splash Brothers on one team because you know the other, they, the other one two really related. <laughs> <laughs> right, that'd be well. But yeah, man, my perfect Lakers lineup for this offseason be Van Fleet, Reeves, LeBron, AD at the four, Brew Lopez at the five, man. Keep Vando. Keep Vando. Got to. Because yeah. that's your only perimeter defender. Yeah, got to keep Vando. Vando. But bring him off the bench. Yeah, bring off the bench. I still would like to keep um, Dennis. Um, that was, and what was the other guy? That ah, that might be it. That's that, about it. For that's real. it that I'm stuck on. Everybody else is still so we. That's a solid seven guys, yeah. seven eight guys, which I think is really reasonable. And you know, this guy might break out next year. Everybody talking about is Max Christie. He might be a, bench, a solid bench oh, piece for us. Yeah, yeah, hey, bro. Have you seen like him? Yeah, like, the Kobe joint. Yeah, yeah that was wild. when he first got. It, it's really wild. I think he won them another one of them late um, Lakers finds in the draft that's going to break out and develop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better be something. He next his, up. His pops was a shooter. He better be one too. So I'm gonna just throw him in the rotation next year too. So if you bring Christie, Hachimura, Vando, Dennis off the bench, man, we bring in another shooter like Seth Curry, we'll be fine. Scotty Pippen Jr. So nah, um. he need to get some burn, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. He'll be the perfect guard. Y'all playing. Just like y'all play with Mac McClung, you feel me? Slam duck contest champ. You feel me? The whole league done messing around with Mac McClung, though, for real. Nobody giving the man a chance. It's really whack. All these trash teams out here, you mean nobody can't give him a chance? You about to lose the game anyway. You might as well throw him out there. Nah, for real, though. Like Detroit, Charlotte, I'm looking ain't at you. Lie. He would have, ain't gonna lie. I understand. This is off topic, but I understand, you know, James Harden, you know, gave him, you know, gave him the wins, you know, he had like 40, you know. But I ain't gonna lie, them games he was playing trash. We'll put Matt McClung in there. He giving you a cool 20 piece. They should at least use them in the second half of the regular season, you know, before the playoffs start, you know, just see what they had. But they ain't never use them at all. So. Crazy, man. But. Y'all want to get these on um, finals predictions in? You know, it just started game wire and it happened. I'm pretty sure everybody done seen Denver won game one fairly easily. So they got one game to none on Miami. So um, we'll start getting my finals predictions. We'll start um, with you, young master. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Jeffrey the Butler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my hero, Tyler Hero. Uh, <laughs> Caleb Martin, Cody Martin. It don't matter. Nuggets and five. <laughs> Nuggets and five. Jay Trini, what you got? Might be disrespectful, but. Yeah, Nuggets and five. I was saying Nuggets and six. Yeah. That's where I was at before the series began. But uh, I'm just keeping it. Nah, I think Nuggets and five. Clean sweep. Nuggets and five for me also. I was with you, Jonathan. I had Nuggets and six coming in, but after watching game one, I came to my senses. <laughs> I give Miami one game out of respect. Yeah. But yeah, Nuggets and five, man. So I'm going to be honest with y'all, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. It might sound disrespectful. I don't mean it. In that way though But I just always thought Miami was in the way Like They just in the way You know they You know Looked up Beat the Bucks You feel me But you know When they get to the finals They don't gonna have a chance Against the Western Conference winner That's what I was saying I was like It don't matter who they would, If they would've won It's the Warriors Lakers Sweet. Nuggets and all matter. They would've saying. won like, I just feel like They in the way And I don't mean I mean I like Miami I like Jimmy You know what I'm saying I like of course Tyler Hero I like Spo But I just feel like they just they just in the way in the Eastern Conference like in the way they I know they beat the Bucks you feel me I know they beat them and they beat the Celtics but they just in they just in those teams way when it comes to winning like if y'all yeah. not gonna win it all just bro just get out the way they want more legit piece away from being you know on that level with everybody else yeah if they had another dog like let's say if they had Dame Dad with that core then you know they have a chance in the finals but I, it's not I, I like Miami I wouldn't be mad if Jimmy got him a ring oh yeah I I'm pulling feel, for him but it's not gonna happen <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like they just in the way but 
Yeah, I just I've been I ain't gonna lie, I've been saying that people been saying that's kind of like a disrespectful take, but it makes sense. If you I get you, I get you. You just never felt like they had enough to win it all. It just is just, just a, a hard. This is just gonna be a hard out for yep. the eventual winner. I get you. Yeah, I think most folks feel like that. I agree. Unless, unless they're Miami fans. Whoever yeah. came out of West, like if the Lakers would have won the Nugget series, I feel like the Lakers, Lakers would have yeah. Miami. I think all people that think Miami gonna win are Miami fans. And even some of them probably don't even feel Would confident. it be disrespectful if I said even if the Kings would have came out the way? Mm, I don't know about them. I think they were too young. Dude. Yeah, but like, not yet. Man, like they gave the Warriors a run for their money. They did, but at the end of the day, we knew Golden State was going to win game seven because they got stiff. <laughs> 50. I knew Steph, Steph was not going to let them lose that game seven. No way in the world. But yeah, that's our finals prediction. I feel like this is the easiest finals to predict in a long time. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I, uh, that, that not twenty eighteen Warriors. I was about to say that, and then Miami versus OKC. Oh yeah, going back in it. Yeah, all the way back there. But yeah. Anyway. But, I got a question. Well, yeah, I think about. I think it's mostly casual viewers saying like the fine. They weren't gonna watch the finals because it was gonna be boring and stuff like that. What? What? What are you saying? What do we think is like that? Is it boring? Yeah. And what? Like, what do y'all think about them saying that? Like, you just I mean, not a real fan if you think that. Well, I think I understand why they're saying that because yeah. you don't have the, these big marquee names. Denver ain't niggas. I mean, I don't know a lot of Denver Nuggets fans. Hell no. Never man one in my life. You feel me? <laughs> That's that. And then Miami, they have a good fan base, but. Their team, you really only know Jimmy and Tyler, like name, like household name wise. So I think for super duper casual fans, I get it because they ain't nobody, they ain't the big super marquee names. But from a overall, like if anybody that's a real basketball head or this that really watch that likes the NBA as a whole knows it's good basketball. You yeah. know it was good basketball, and you just know that, and you know that. It's only gonna be about five or six games. So yeah. <laughs> but so I get it. Based on saying I get it. I get why they're saying it. And then they're not exciting teams, especially Miami. They are grinding out type of team. They're not like watching the Warriors or somebody play like that. So it's not nobody gonna be like, oh yeah, it's, I'm excited to watch it. It's kind of like people just like pizzazz now. Cause you know, they say Tim Duncan. They say Tim Duncan was terrible bad because he was born. They say Yoke just like Tim Duncan, but he was born. But if you don't realize it's some of the best type of Funda, like not even fundamental, but just best type of basketball that you you can watch. Besides the besides the Warriors basketball, I feel like Tim Duncan and Spurs basketball is the quintessential way to play basketball. Oh yeah, like it's the it was beautiful. Remember, to watch. What, what, what do you what, what do you used to say? If you don't like that, then you don't like NBA basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. True true hoop fans don't mind basketball like this. If you're a true hoop fan, you're gonna watch it no matter yeah. what. Exactly. I, I can, even I complain, I'm gonna watch every single game of the finals no matter what, just because I like watching ball. Like I go crazy. You know what I'm saying if Yogi do a, a like a Magic Johnson S pass, I'm gonna go crazy. You know yeah. the casual be like, yeah, he just you know he just passed it. It's boring. You know I'll be I'll be going crazy. And to me, it's refreshing seeing a new star like Joker getting the ring. You know, it's not the same old same old. Exactly. Denver never been here before. This is refreshing. It's exactly. good, especially after the LeBron Steph Curry. Yeah. Saga. Uh, uh, saga. Yeah, literally, it's been a saga with an occasional interruption from who Kawhi and Giannis. Yeah. Like, other than it's like. It's been LeBron versus somebody every year LeBron since he or Steph. Right. So, <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm good with yeah. it. Yeah. 
I'm cool. It's just it's Jalen's kind of like you know when we say you know what I'm saying like the trash games in the NFL, but you know we still, we still gonna like, watch it. <laughs> Thursday night game, Colts and Broncos. Oh my god, straight dumpster fire! And we sat there and watched the game the whole time, and they didn't score more than twenty points. Yep. Combined that game. Cause we real sports fans, bro. So if a sports game is on, we gonna watch the junk. It can be trash and I don't know what, but we gonna watch it. That's just it. It is what it is. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's the um, finals. So we definitely all thinking Nuggets and five, man. Joker going to get his first ring here soon. All right, man. It's been um, NBA coaching carousel this all season. I don't know the last time that I've seen this many like good coaching jobs come available in the same all season. Multiple like deep playoff teams and championship contender openings happen. You know, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Philly. Usually it's all like lottery teams. So this year it was weird with that happening. But uh, we had, like, a couple coaching changes. I think Toronto's the last team now to, um, still waiting to hire a guy. Uh, Detroit hired Monty Williams. Phoenix hired Frank Vogel. Philly hired Nick Nurse. Uh, Houston hired Ame Udoka. And Milwaukee hired Adrian Griffin. I don't know if I said him yet already, but, mm. yeah. So, those are the coaching hires we got so far. Any of those hirings, do, do y'all like them? What hire do y'all like the most out of those guys? Honestly, I don't even know because Nick Nurse in Philly, I don't know if the way he coached James Harden and be fit with his coaching style, I don't know. And then uh, uh, Frank Vogel in Phoenix, I kind of like it because I feel like he probably shouldn't have lost his job in the first place, but you know. He's a scapegoat, yeah. And what was the last? Well, what was the one, one of the other major ones? Adrian Griffin in Milwaukee, and you got Monty Williams in uh, Detroit. Yeah, I'm really good care about Monty Williams in Detroit, honestly, but I only probably would have cared about that if they would have found a way and got Wimby or something. And you would have had Cade Cunningham and Wimby together. Cade Cunningham. <laughs> Sorry, I pulled a bus out. Monty Williams got the, the largest deal ever for a coach, by the way. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is crazy. Like, crazy. Like, big bag. Big bag Monty. Yeah. You heard me black ball. I'm ball, ball, ball. He said, he said black ball. He meant to say black man. Yeah, black man. Black man getting money. Black man getting money. He ain't deserve it, but he got it. So shout out to the black man. Detroit had to overpay him because he could have sat at home on his couch and got paid seven million dollars next three years. So yeah, a year. But Detroit, he he making thirteen million dollars a year. That's crazy. But if I'm being honest, I'm not really too like hype about any of the coaching hires. Honestly, if I'm being honest, okay, really, unless you like an Eric Spoelstra, Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, it's a players' league. Yeah, because it's just like, I mean, y'all just swapping coaches out. Doc Rivers probably won't even get a job, honestly. Yeah, he was in the running for that Phoenix job, but he didn't get it. I do like I do like the um, Nick Nurse to Philly. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to work out, but I see what Philly trying to do. They trying to get a guy that's not a player's coach that's not going to be soft with Embiid and Harden, which I like. Nick Nurse going to have you playing defense. He's going to have you playing tough. So if Embiid don't like it, that means he just ain't cut out for it, man. But I like them switching it up, bringing in a, a enforcer like Nick Nurse. So yeah, I like the risk. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, if that's the. But uh, it's kind of weird because you know Daryl Morey and James Harden is like this, so it's just like he's gonna take care of James. So it's like surprising he didn't hire D'Antoni, honestly. But yeah, that's if James don't go to Houston, which there's a real. If that's the chance. case, then Dame's going to Philly if James leaves. Dame to Philly. Mm. I can see it. Yeah. Kind of. I'd rather him be with JTE. Yeah. But 
Yeah, he got to get out of there. Got to, one way or another. I understand the grind and all that, Dane, but come on, bro. It's time. It's time. Time to bring it on home, man. Bring it on home. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm interested in seeing what Frank Vogel does with Phoenix. I'm. I'm happy he got another opportunity. Yeah, because he definitely a scapegoat. Great yeah. coach too, though. And he's great working with big men too. So that's made me think: Are they going to try to keep eight in now? Man, he can't fix him. I mean, you see, I guess they're not going to move eight. You don't think so? No, no, no. They don't pay them now. Yeah, they're not going to move eight. They're going to try to make it work with eight. Especially with Vogue. That's why they got rid of money. Right. Especially yeah. with Vogue. Because that, that, that was the friction point between them two. Mm-hmm. The coach is gone. They're going to try to keep the player. So CP gone, though. That is right. I think he gone. I, I, think, I, think they ready, I think they ready to move off of CP. I think there's a chance. I mean, nah, they ain't nobody going to buy him out. It'd be crazy. But, I mean, depending on where they trade, if he got bought out, maybe Lakers get on that way. I don't know. But I, I, I hate it for Chris Paul because I doubt wherever he gets traded is going to be a better spot than – right. Phoenix, but come on, man. He's gonna have to hope for a buyout or something and then sign on with yeah, a contender. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the only way. Come on, man. CP3, two years sober, man. You know, the <laughs> feel of the finals, you know, saying he was hooked, you know, two years sober. <laughs> oh, CP3. man, you, you wrong for that. So I'm hooked now. I gotta get back. Damn, man, you doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Our last NBA topic is the, the wild John Morant situation. Everybody has heard about John Morant's gun instances. It happened multiple times over the last couple months. And Adam Silver recently came out and made a statement that he's going to wait till after the NBA Finals to make his announcement, which has us all assuming it's going to be something big, man. So how y'all feel about this whole job situation right now and what you think is going to happen with the length of his suspension? He about to get the O.J. Mayo treatment. Which is? A year? Mm-hmm. And then O.J. Mayo just didn't come back after that. But he gonna come back. But yeah, was OJ Mayo about a gun too? No, nah, it was nah. weed. That's what I'm saying. If he got if he got suspended a year over weed, they finna drop the hammer on that boy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, a year anywhere between half a season or a full season, anywhere in there, I think it's gonna happen. I wouldn't be surprised by any of that. Anything beyond one season is nuts. Yeah, I agree. So I'm thinking half a season or a full season. Cause Silver said they they investigated and found more stuff out too, which, which I'm, like, I'm like, what you mean you found more stuff out? Yeah, so that's interesting that he said that. Yeah, very interesting. So, I as far as how I feel about it, I I I think that fool me one time. What did it say down in Texas? Fool me one time. Fool me two times. Fool me one time. Shame on you. I can't get fooled again. Fool me one time. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't put the blame on you. All right? Okay. That's where they at. It's going to happen twice now. So I don't really... I don't have that much empathy or sympathy towards Ja in this scenario. I hate to sound like that. I want him to get back on his feet and hooping, but I don't feel bad for him. I don't either. Me either. I don't feel bad for him with this because it's like, bro, like they like, gave you multiple chances, like, bro. You a grown like man, for, and for like you know everybody saying, you know he ain't break a law, 
He ain't do nothing wrong. He is a part of a multi-billion dollar company. Literally in his contract. And and to be in this situation, I feel like Demetrius Jamel Moran is a fucking idiot. <laughs> like to do it twice. And you're like, you're you're a part of he's a part of a couple billion dollar companies. And he's a billion dollar, almost a million dollar company within itself. So it's just like this it's, it's ridiculous. I'm gonna be honest. With you. you gotta be smarter than that. Gotta be way. I don't want to kick nobody while they down. But you you gotta be smarter than that. Like if you do it twice, you just you just have to be. Something has to be off. And Adam Silver went. He uh, interviewed while back with Malik Andrews. He sounded like a hurt dad talking about he lied to me. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what made it bad too, man. Like Adam Silver literally had a sit down talk with you, and you basically tell Adam Silver you gonna get bad right. Then you go and do it again. Put the Casamigos down. <laughs> you need to put that Casamigos down Boy he be drinking out the bottle like it's water Water <laughs> That's probably one of the main issues though That he got going on Alcohol abuse Yeah hmm. he, just, hold not. he just trying to be something he not man He's trying to look cool for what I mean Yeah but I, I think How can I say it I mean how many cats y'all know Y'all done seen flashing guns a lot online. I'm just talking about cats that we know. This around. This on. Of course. Yeah. So, not not making excuses for them, but I'm just saying that that behavior has been normalized in our generation. Generation. Yeah. Society. Now I don't. I think it's stupid. I always think I. I you know, shout out to my. I mean, no disrespect to any of my uh, marijuana users out there, but I just I still be thinking this wild when when cats be posting they got gas. Right. Not for real. Though. Hey, you in the state and it's, it's illegal. illegal. Yes. I'm like, bro, that makes no sense. Nope. But either who, to our point, to my point, that is in our generation becomes such a norm to show these things. Hip hop, I love hip hop, but you know, it has glorified having having the strap. It has. I don't even, you know, that's a that's a of course that's the essential. That's an essential part of the of the thing. But so to say that to say I and I he's what like y'all like 23 we, we the same age. Yeah. So not as an excuse, but I understand that, he, that all of that is a is in context of what's going on. But that's enough for the first time. The first time happens like, oh okay. But now the second time, it's just like, all right, bro, you gonna have to eat this. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, you gonna have to, you gonna have to eat that, bro. Like, and that. it's not even like, comp- like adding the other the other incidences in with the yeah the, the finish that, line employee, the mm-hmm. the seventeen year old, mm-hmm. the Pacers bus situation. And whatever else they discovered that we don't know about yet. That's what I want. That's what I really. I'm, that's what I'm really. I'm ready. I already. I already be waiting for the finals to be over because you know football season. You know I'm a football guy, but I'm ready to see what he like. What they talking about and like what happens. And then Ja also he got look too man. He's a popular young NBA player, so he his shoes still sold out though. Yeah, but Nike they they cut the um, limit on the release, so they then they put his mini out basically. So that's a bad sign for him too, but. My thing is, y'all know a lot of young guys looking up to him, so you just got to be smarter, too, because most of the time, these young cats, now you know they're going to do whatever they see the guys they look up to do. So, yeah, he just got to be smarter in that way also, man. So, if you get a year suspension, so be it. Uh, like Jonathan said, man, because he did it twice, I ain't going to feel bad for him. So, I think Adam Silver might make an example out of him because a bad look for the league. Boy, Adam Silver said, boy, it's about to be a parade inside your crib. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's about to be a parade inside his crib. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really got too much to say on it, bro. He's just dumb yeah. at this point. Yep. Like, I understand, you know, we like I said, we the same age, but it's just like, bro, you're you got with, with the situation you in, you gotta be smarter than that. Got to, man. I just hope he finally learned from this, man. Just don't make any more stupid decisions, man. Just for himself, his safety, and everybody else. So, yeah, that's it for job. We're going to wait and see what the, the verdict is. But we all expect the hammer to get dropped down on him yep. after the finals. Get that OJ Mayo treatment. Yep. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, the last topic we got, uh, one of our favorite sports shows to watch is no longer going to be the same after the NBA Finals. Undisputed. <laughs> Man, no more Lil Wayne. Nope. Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shannon, has announced that he has agreed to a buyout with Fox Sports and will be leaving Undisputed after the NBA Finals, man, officially ending an era with him and Skip Bayless up there. So how y'all feeling about this? And if y'all don't know what a, like a buyout is, it means... That he literally have time and money left on your contract, but you want you still like you you gotta I think you still gotta give some of the money back, but you just want to get out of your contract right now. So I give y'all back some of this money, just buy me out so I can just leave this place. Yeah. So yeah. You said how I feel about it? Yeah, how y'all feel about it? I feel like the writing been on the wall at least the past year. Uh Put your glasses back on. Yo, that was that was it right there. <laughs> yeah, was that the Tom Brady? Yes, yeah, bro. Tom Brady joint. So when was that? That was like a year ago. That was like in November. Yeah, it hasn't been quite a year. Oh wow! So your dad, and then everything with what, was, what's my guy? The the, the guy that Demar uh, Hamlin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, those two because they were six and seven at the time, and that was thirteen games in. So that was yeah, like November, December. Yeah, but yeah, that was. He said, hey, "That's Shannon." Said, "You go take a personal shot at me." <laughs> that was angle. Like that was wild. Like he told Buddy, "Put it." Like that was the funniest thing ever to be when it first dropped. He said, "Put your glasses back on." You know, you know what he did? Put them damn glasses back he on. <laughs> but I angle like it's, it's, I, it, it was the writing definitely on the wall because he you remember he didn't even come in to work the next day after the Demar Hamlin tweet. He didn't even come in to work. Nope. I think he missed a couple days too. But yes, the writing's definitely been on the wall. I'm it's it kinda sucks, you feel me? Cause you know, undisputed, you know. It was still entertaining. Yeah, twenty uh twenty sixteen, you know, they started. You feel me? So angle like it kinda angle like it's kinda getting old. Now they talk about the same stuff every day on all these sports shows anyway. So it kinda it kinda started kinda getting kinda old. Yeah. You know, they used to bring up the same things, you know, like you know, he uh uh, uh, Skip bringing up, you know, you know, Steph, you know, the three one, you know, he bring up, he, he they used to just bring up, and used they used to say the same sentence before, the, like the same setup before everything, so it was kind of yeah. getting stale. And you know, you got Club Shay Shay, you know, where we do something before two something, you feel me? Facts. His podcast, but writing's on the wall. I don't know what's next, but I kind of want to see him and him and Stephen A. You know, him join the ESPN roster, but. With you know, you can't have the hand dog on a Disney platform. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm kind of kind of sad about it because it was probably one of like I said after the Cowherd show and that. That's probably my two favorite sports shows to watch. Yes. So it's never gonna be the same again. Cause it was just an entertainer to watch out there, man. He just said whatever, did whatever. And him and Skip did have good chemistry for the most part. You know, they had Skip with his wild, crazy takes, but. 
they were still good good sports talk to watch, man. So I, I kind of hate that it's coming to an end, but as the saying goes, all good things must come to an end, man, at some point. So just got to move on to a different era. Hopefully, like you said, he team up with Stephen A. on ESPN. Yeah, that's it. That's what the, that's what the, that's what the community is asking for. Yep, that'll be good TV, man. I would love to see him. I think they'll get first take back more. How can I say traditional? In in a sense, yeah, and it's it's so, it's become so Stephen A. centric. Yes, I don't like it. And I mean, to his credit, he's earned that in a sense. But just as a product, you would love to have another charismatic personality that has some expertise to yep. go against. So I would, I mean and and I, I don't know y'all saw the video like on Yeah it, it was on a, Stevens A's podcast. No he, No Mercy Pod. Uh, mm-hmm. he, it's funny, he actually changed the name of it to the Stephen A podcast. Like he oh. he did that was like re, that was like in the past week he just changed it. Mm. But either who point being he straight up, I, I, I don't know if I've seen that before, but he was like, hey, yo, if you need, hit I'm me. I'm supported. I want to hit him. He basically like, hit me, bro. Like, hit me. What's up? Like, I've never, that was a public, yo, hit me. Like, and so I was like, oh, yeah. man. But it, but it wasn't like, you know, hit me so, you know, you can be the next, you know what I'm saying? Skipping my, like, the skip, the, uh, I meant the Max Kellerman to my Stephen A, you feel me? But it was just like, join the roster, you feel me? All my people that I got with me on, you know, to come on uh, first take, he was like, Ryan. <laughs> He's like swag goo, you know what I'm saying? See, Marcus, see my thing is, uh, uh, no, nah. I like the traditional style. I don't like the rotating cast. I don't like the rotating. I don't like no, it no, at no. All. I if 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 Shannon was to go, I need, I need, uh, I need. Uh, I'm about to say Skip. <laughs> I need Stephen A. No, I'm good on Skip. I need Stephen A. I love Stephen A. JJ and Shannon. All I had them. It's like the set cast every day. Five every day. I'm week. good. And every now and then, you know, something special going on. You bring, but I would love that. Yeah. I love that. JJ gonna hit you with the super, the real good statistics. Uh, you know, and, and JJ got some really good takes. He's a little bit more thoughtful in his takes. And then he'll he'll push back. Then you have Shannon giving hit. Like, yeah, I would love it. Ain't gonna lie, Molly might talk too much for Shannon though. She like the interrupt a lot. They wouldn't need a new narrator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She might have to go. <laughs> they need like a gen here. Bring your gen over with. Yeah. <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie, I would like to see Stephen A and uh Shannon talk about football during the season. That'll be like the super team, man. That'll be dope. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I enjoy skipping Shannon talking about football with Stephen A and uh, Shannon though, that'll be that'll be yeah. amazing. See them both um tag team to talk junk about the Cowboys, that'll be nice. Man, man. just like that old clip, man. I ain't gonna lie. Then I ain't gonna lie though. It's a lot, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm 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 kinda excited for what it brings though, cause I mean that's what I'm saying. I still don't know about the whole Disney thing though, and you know, the Portier, you know, his his alcohol and you know his podcast. I just don't know if Disney want that, you know, imagery in their in their building. Yeah, they super PC, bro. You gotta be clean with everything. Well, yeah, let's hope let's hope it happens, man. I, I think it's a good chance for real that Uncle Shannon might take Stephen A's offering and jump on over to ESPN. But he really became bigger than Skip on the show that Skip created, which is basically what Stephen, Stephen A, A did yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, Skip wanted the show, you know, to be all about him, basically. And the thing is, what I don't know what he gonna do now. Yeah, I don't. It's gonna be interesting to see who he find to replace it because I don't know if he's gonna be able to replace him. You and you can't. You mentioned Nate right earlier. Yeah, I feel like they'll have a good discourse. 
I definitely feel like him and uh, Nick will have a good discourse on uh, Undisputed. I yeah, if I'm Nick, I'm staying right there with Chris. Yeah, he in a yeah. good spot. He in a good Cause, spot. Cause him and Chris Because basically, first things first is his show. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't move. I wouldn't move. Skip Bayless, he he might be out. He might be SOL. Undisputed done. Yeah. I I I hate to be like that, but if I'm FS1. I'm not. I mean, unless you going unless everybody knows Shannon was the beast. unless Chris Broussard want to go out there with him, but terrible. No. I don't want to see Chris that. Yeah, Broussard. that's not Chris Broussard isn't like a main focus on the show. Mm-mm. He ain't nobody you going to tune into to watch every day. Like with just two people, with just one on one. Yeah, he's good where he at too. Like on the panel, when most people got. But anybody but. else on FS One, bro, don't work. They would have to bring in an outsider that we don't know about. Exactly, but anybody else besides Nick Wright on FS One don't work. Nope. It's gonna be interesting, man. It's real interesting. Alright, we in the home scratch of the episode. We're gonna do eyes on NC, dog of the week and final thoughts. No MVP this week. Uh so we're gonna do a little quick eyes on NC this week. Just a shout out, basically. Caleb Martin, man. We talked about him earlier, but as y'all know he's from the 336, uh in Mottsville, North Carolina. He got his twin brother, uh Cody. They're both doing big things in the NBA, but especially Caleb. This man should have won. Eastern Conference Finals MVP, but he did his thing in the Eastern Conference Finals, man, put his name on the map, and another North Carolina legend, J. Cole, put him on with signing with the Miami Heat, so Miami should cut J. Cole a check for that, too, man, but shout out Caleb Martin, man, representing the Hoot State. Yeah, and shout out to Michael Jordan for fun with him. True. Sorry. Facts. Kept the other twin. Yeah. But this is definitely best for Caleb Martin's career to go to a, a stable organization like Miami. Oh, yeah. Mossville 336. That's where we at right now. So, you know what I'm saying? But Caleb, we in your home. We not in your home, Tampa. We in your home area. You feel me? Yo. And he was born in Winston-Salem. Trey Foe. Trey Foe. <laughs> Caleb, come on the pod, man. You know what I'm saying? He was undrafted, you know, when they played Boston in that game seven last year. <laughs> he was a DMP. That's crazy. Did I say That's a come I mean, yeah. he was a DMP. I know what you mean, yeah. DM, go from DMP last year to playing like a... He's the conference finals MVP, man, a year after that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then to go 0 for 7 in game one and be, all right, I'm done. I'm up there. I ain't mean to do that. I ain't mean to do that. It's just because he did that to the Celtics. My bad. I ain't mean to do that, Caleb. My bad, dog. I'm sorry. Yeah, shout out Caleb Martin. You're doing big things in the league. You definitely earned yourself some more money, though, from that series, East Conference Finals alone, man. So, shout out Caleb Martin. I think it was 0 for 7. It was him, it was him and Max Struess, bro. It was one of them. They both did it, so. <laughs> Kayla Martin our eyes on NC man for this week dog of the week y'all got anybody honestly probably him too yeah he could be both yeah I agree cause it won't for him they would they would not be ready yet right now and those clutch shots he made man especially on the road too had no fear not a drop Kayla Martin dog of the week also bro he dropped, he dropped 28. Yeah, in game, I think he did in game seven, yeah. So shoot, man, we at the end of another episode. We back at it, yo. Good talk, NBA talk. We appreciate y'all joining us once again. Y'all got anything, any final thoughts? Go see the new Spider-Man. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely got to go see that. I am Miles Morales. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie, man. Yeah, we, we just saw it today. It's incredible. 
you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, go watch the new Spider Man. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Even if you're not a biggest Spider Man fan, it's still a great watch for real. Yep. Great storylines, great plot twists, man. Leave you on the edge of your seat watching it, man. So yeah, go check it out. Oh yeah, one shout out to Harold Varner, man, ECU alum, playing with the Leo Golf League. Another North Carolina native man from the 704, the gas house, Gastonia, North Carolina. Uh, he won his first uh, tournament in the United States last week in the Live League. Got that $4 million bag, Russell. Shout out for Harold Varner, putting on for ECU and for North Carolina out there on our professional golf ranks. Uh, I, got, I got just one more, you know what I'm saying? You know, square circle, you know. Shout out to, you know, the tribal chief, the WB Undisputed. You know, yeah, WWE Universal Undisputed Heavyweight Champion. You know, it's it's a long belt name, but you know, the Tribal Chief Joe Roman Reigns on Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, celebrated a thousand days as champion, man. You know, it's a it's a big milestone. I think only three other people have done that. I'm not sure. I don't. I I know two for sure. I'm just gonna say Hulk Hogan and Bob. Back, I know not Bob Backlund. Uh, Bruno San Martino. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a reign we haven't witnessed in wrestling in 40 years. A thousand days is champ. It's crazy. It's, it's in the whole bloodline storyline. It's still the best thing I've ever watched. But yeah, a thousand days is champ is crazy. That's all I wanted to say though. Bet, bet. So appreciate y'all once again checking us out on another, another episode of the 2412 podcast. Don't forget to hit us up on all socials at the 2412 pod. And we will be back better than ever in the next episode, man. So it's your boy Jalen signing out. J Trinity, aka. And this is your boy Keetwan, aka Young Master, man. We are signing out from J Trinity's humble abode, and we got this thing. Live for Trinity Labs. Gang. Deuces.